Improving Equity in AI. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Rana El-Kalubi, co-founder and CEO of Affectiva and author of the forthcoming book, Girl Decoded. Welcome, Rana. Thank you for having me. So what does Affectiva do? And tell us a brief story of your background in artificial intelligence and how you came about co-founding the company. Um, so Affectiva is an MIT spin-out. Uh, we are on a mission to humanize technology. Basically, we're trying to build machines that understand humans, human emotions, human cognitive states, human behaviors. And the thesis is really pretty simple. As we begin to see AI becoming more and more mainstream and taking on more roles that were traditionally done by humans, these AI systems need to understand people. They need to interact with humans just the way we interact with one another. So we are building emotional intelligence into AI, if you like. Um, and we use a combination of approaches like deep learning, machine learning, computer vision, speech analytics, uh, to build these kind of capabilities into our technology. So, so by now, anyone paying attention understands that they are the product when it comes to all the data gathered by mobile devices, home automation, security cameras, and other tech-enabled devices. So what, what can we expect in the near future regarding privacy regulations? Yeah, one of my predictions for 2020 is we're going to see a lot more, uh, a lot stricter standards for tech uh, companies, especially AI companies. So as you know, um, deep learning is very data hungry um, and it requires a ton of data, massive amounts of data. Um, and companies are needing to collect all of that data, but unfortunately there's very little transparency and clarity around, um, you know, around the data that's being collected. Uh, usually consumers have these long click-through agreements. We all say, yes, I agree. Uh, people seldom read them. They're very kind of legally, like very verbose and, 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 and um, legal jargon. And it's hard for um, the average consumer to understand this. Um, and I don't think that's good enough. Um, I think there needs to be a lot more transparency and clarity around who's collecting the data, what is the data being used for, where is it being stored, and what kind of value do I as an end user or as a consumer get in return for sharing that data? Um, and companies are going to be held to a much higher standard around that. So you mentioned all the pages of consent, right? So what does informed consent look like? I mean, how many pages of license agreement and privacy statement will we have to suffer to give it? I actually think shorter, a lot shorter and just in plain English. So for example, uh, we do a lot of work which involves camera, right? Cameras. Um, we do a lot of work involving cameras where we ask people to turn a camera on as we uh, watch them, you know, engage with content or drive around their cars. And the consent is pretty straightforward. It's basically plain English. We tell people we're going to turn the camera on if they agree to do so. And we describe very clearly why we're collecting this data, what are we going to be using it for, and who has access to it, and where is it stored. Like very simple, very clear, very transparent. And I think we need to see more of that as opposed to the six, you know, 60 pages of legalese that nobody is able to really understand or read through. What does it mean that the AI industry must address the issues of power asymmetry and, and why does it matter? 
Yeah, one of my concerns around AI is this idea of power asymmetry, right? So a, a few organizations, tech organizations and or governments have access to all of these AI capabilities. And that basically uh, puts them at, a, at an advantage and puts uh, certain populations um, at a disadvantage. And it, it creates this, you know, bigger equity gap as it, when it comes to AI. So some people will have access to all these capabilities and that will propel them forward. And unfortunately, a lot of people will be left behind. Um, and, and I think that needs to come back and balance. We need to rebalance that. We really need to think about who is the beneficiary of these AI technologies. Uh, and it has to come back to the end user. It has to come back to the end user. So, so what are some of the data set creation challenges uh, faced by the AI industry and what role does data synthesis play? Yeah, one of the very exciting emerging kind of trends in AI uh, this year, and we're going to see a lot more of it next year in 2020, is this idea of data synthesis. So as you know, uh, machine learning and deep learning in particular is very data hungry. You need massive amounts of data to train and validate these um, algorithms. Um, but the problem is, even if, you know, however data you have, it's often not enough. And so one approach is to simulate or synthesize data. Um, and the way this works is you, um, it's almost like you create data using the data you already have. So I'll give you an example. If for example, I'll give you an example. I'm driving around in my car and you're recording my drive. Um, and, and so that's one example that you could use to train the algorithm. But imagine if you can now multiply that data instance 10 times by changing the lighting condition, by maybe synthesizing me wearing a hat or eyeglasses or sunglasses, or um, you could change my head pose. You could change all of these things about my video to create new instances and new training examples for the algorithm. Um, and so that's a very powerful way of augmenting data that you already have and increasing the quantity and the quality of that data by, you know, magnitudes, orders of magnitude. So was that okay. clear? Was that yeah, clear it is. It is. Okay. So, so as we look into the new year, uh, what do you see regarding AI that understands humans? Yeah, one of the exciting trends we've been seeing and we're going to see a lot more of in the next year is this idea of human perception AI. Um, this uh, understanding that AI needs to under fundamentally understand people, people's behaviors, people's emotions, people's cognitive states. And we are particularly seeing that implemented in the automotive industry where we're seeing interior sensing, interior cabin sensing is an emerging subcategory within the automotive space. Um, so cars are now adding cameras within the cabin to understand how many occupants are in the vehicle, who are they, um, how are they engaging with each other, what's the general, what's the general sentiment within the vehicle, uh, what other objects are they interacting with, is there a phone left behind, a purse left behind, a baby left behind, that obviously has, you know, huge uh, safety considerations. Um, so it's a very exciting and emerging uh, field within AI. So can our New Year's resolution then be just that every camera manufacturer include a privacy cap or lens? Um, sure. I, I mean, <laughs> um, I think I, I do think our New Year's resolution should include a stronger commitment to the ethical development and deployment of AI. 
and that has a lot of kind of considerations around building fair, accountable, transparent, and equitable AI. Dr. Rana El-Kaloubi, author of the forthcoming book, Girl Decoded, and co-founder and CEO of Affectiva. Rana, if somebody wants to get a copy of your book, maybe they want to find out more about the really interesting work and forward thinking that you guys are doing at Affectiva. How can they go about doing that? Um, so you can pre-order my book on your favorite from your favorite bookseller. You can find it on Amazon or any other bookstore, or you could go to the Penguin Random House website and search for Girl Decoded. And how can they connect with you personally? I am very easy to find online. You can find me on all, <laughs> all social media platforms and I do respond. So please reach sure. out. She sure does, you guys. And uh, thanks again for joining us. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you could do that right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.